0: join the conversation with the morning majlis pulse 95 join the conversation with the morning majlis following the approval of the Sharjah Emergency Crisis and Disaster Management Team and the Sharjah Private Education Authority all Sharjah private schools can resume Direct education for students who opted for it uh, from uh, April 18 for those following the Ministry of Education curriculum and Sunday, April 11, uh, following all other curriculums apart from... um, roads being slightly busier now for us in the morning for us simpletons for the parents it is slightly nervous times and may be excited to have their children return back to school to talk to us in further detail about the plans and how things are going to be going we have Lahib Al Mutwali the quality expert at Sharjah Private Education Authority joining us on the lines a very good morning to you Lahib
1: good morning to you and happy Thursday to all your listeners
0: Happy Thursday to, to you as well for all of us, but it's going to be a very busy weekend for you at SPEA because we're going to get our guidelines in place and, uh, and for Sunday is going to be the big day for us. Talk to us about what's in store and what are the key guidelines that people should know and make sure before sending their students to schools.
1: Uh, okay, so uh, as we all know, since the beginning of, of this academic year back in September 2020, uh, parents were given the option mm-hmm. to choose between in-person, virtual, or a hybrid mode of learning for their children. And so the, 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 the option remains applicable, so it's up to the parents to choose and, and decide with, the, with their schools, with their kids' schools, which learning mode uh, they would enroll their kids in. So that that continues. As far as schools are concerned, the precautionary measures uh, again are going to be uh, applicable, and uh, SPIA, that's charge of private education authority, will continue to monitor this and you know send inspection teams on a regular basis to ensure that all these precautionary measures are adhered to at all times in a consistent manner. Um, as we all know, the, the, the key objective is really to, to limit the spread in schools and in the community as a whole uh, to, you know, to ensure a safe learning environment for the children. And Taib, uh,
0: why have we decided to start the hybrid learning system for the next term? Are things like safer now? Better? <laughs> the outlook uh, is good?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so as I said, the hybrid is one, the, one of the three. So it's not like uh, anything new. There's nothing new in this. It's just that uh, the the second part of your question is, by all means, the schools are more experienced and they became became sort of experts in, in mitigating the risks. So if we compare this time, although the numbers seem to be higher at this time, the whole world uh, mm. the whole world, not just right. in the UAE, yeah. but we became more aware, we're more uh, experienced. We know what to do better than we were um, a year ago. <clears throat> and the same thing applies to schools. And actually, I mean, our we, we constantly monitor the data and the research very strongly demonstrates and gives evidence that, um, you know, when we decided on February 14th, just, just um, um, over a month ago, when, when everybody went online, mm. uh, that the numbers in, among school, sorry, among students uh, actually increased. Meaning the schools were not the cause of the spread of the virus. Mm. Uh, it's, the, it's, it's like, it's a whole community issue that needs to be dealt with. So schools proved to be a more safer place for children to be at during these
0: times. And how often will the students have to conduct a PCR test?
1: Uh, So there is no like a regular pattern for this as far as students are concerned, but we did mandate it for them now to go back into school. Okay. So we did require all students of uh, age 12 and above uh, to show evidence of a negative PCR test result prior Mm -hmm. to entering school. As far as staff, Uh, we, we it's been for a while going uh, like uh, every 14 days for those who have every not been two vaccinated. Okay. Every two weeks, yeah. Uh-huh. And can you talk to us uh, some more about the age? You picked the age of 12 for as that cutoff. Uh, what prompted that choice? Because I feel that there's a lot that uh, is not understood about transmission based on age groups. What made you guys decide that age 12 and above needs to be PCR tested and uh, Below wouldn't have to go through the same requirement. Well, this is this is something that actually the MoH, Ministry of Health and Prevention, decides on. Uh, it's as yes, you know, we are a regulatory for education services, so there are um, you know uh, certain boundaries uh, for our decision making. Uh, so it's I guess what, what there's been a lot of research showing that children of this age group uh probably were more susceptible to to infection more than the, the children of less than 12. The other thing probably the other fact that they might have looked at is the the inconvenience of the PCR test for for children and hence uh, for example in Dubai they they started using the saliva test mm. uh, which is less uh, invasive for uh, for the children yeah. uh, so So MoHa really decided on this. And uh, Lahib, can you also talk to us about uh, people's overall interest in returning to -to face-to-face classrooms? Uh, What have you seen so far about uh, the desire of parents here in the Emirate? Uh, Are they more interested in returning to a physical classroom or would they continue uh, online and hybrid learning based on whatever data you've gathered so far? uh the the feedback we got the moment we this this uh, latest resolution was announced is like parents were very happy to uh, and i'm not saying all i'm sure there will still be some parents who would still rather keep their kids at home Mm. um so you know they probably need more reassurance from from us and from the school administration but but there were so much so many rather um uh, emails and uh, through our social media, SPIA social media, uh, feedback about, uh, you know, showing how happy they are for this decision. and uh, Because, you know, we all know how important school life is for the children. Mm. I mean, um, we, the parents, the school, the educators... They all realize it is such an important environment for, you know, children to socialize, to build relationships, to learn these practical skills. Um, we all now remember the, the beautiful school uh, life memories, and, and, and that's not to be missed, provided, of course, there is uh, uh, enough measures in place to, to ensure a safe learning environment for the children. And so, in general, even schools were happy um. to, to open doors again to schools, uh, to children.
0: So I'm sure they'll be very excited to be back in business now because it's been too long since we've been away. <laughs> uh, and what's the uh, your observation of the schools? Do You think they've been that uh, they're ready now and they they know exactly uh, what needs to be done and uh, the yeah. guidelines that you've been you've provided to them.
1: Uh, yes, as I said, we we constantly monitor this. And we've always highlighted uh, through our communication uh, uh, programs to schools and to educators, you know, there are like five key risk mitigation strategies that schools Mm. must adhere to at all times. Uh, And I can uh, uh, briefly tell you about these five uh, mitigation strategies. Uh, You know, constant and correct correct use of masks, Mm. and I mean correct use of masks because we, we we see a lot of people even in the community, you know. Putting the mask in a particular way which which is not the right way uh of course physical distancing to the large just extent possible you know that includes of course not getting into crowded areas ensuring enough ventilation in the place uh, of course hand hygiene and respiratory etiquette mm-hmm. uh, the cleaning and, and sanitization on a regular basis uh, there were uh, many cases mm-hmm. that uh, were you know caused by use of shared material or shared equipment in schools uh, like uh, like a printer that's not regularly sanitized uh, could 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 spread an infection. You know, so it's these these little things. If closely monitored and and uh, taken uh, measures to ensure the <clears throat> the safety and the cleanliness and the sanitization level of these things, uh, trust me, it will be uh, uh, like it will play a big role in in uh, curbing the spread of the disease the the fifth thing about uh, what schools have to do is definitely to ensure that, that you know a proper contact tracing is, is conducted by the uh, covid-19 school task forces which is a mandatory thing in each school mm. so we we train these covid-19 uh, school task forces we can't always communicate with them uh we ensure they follow certain guidelines uh, in ensuring you know that all the school facilities are maintained and safe uh, and the contact tracing is one of them. And of course, this is always done in collaboration with the health authorities, you know, uh, who do the case investigations.
0: So for all the parents who are listening in right now and kind of hesitant to send back their children to in-class uh, to schooling, uh, can you rest them assured that you guys are um, following strict uh, precautionary measures that are in place in school and that their children are completely safe?
1: Okay, Um, my message to the parents is send your children back to school. As I said, research strongly suggests that schools are a safe learning environment, Mm. that the spread of the disease was not because of school opening. Uh, But I also emphasize the role uh, that the uh, uh, principals, school principals need to do, which is to uh, communicate you know, do these, uh, maybe give the uh, campus safety tours, whether mm-hmm. in person or virtually to parents to show them what sort of uh, uh, guards and physical distancing plans and, and uh, sanitization schedules and plans are in place to, to uh, assure parents that schools are taking and uh, whatever measures need to be taken, that they are vigilant, that they are following up on every single thing, that they are there to ensure a safe and healthy learning environment for the children.
0: Fantastic. Wow, such a great uh, uh, wave of optimism to look forward to. And Sunday is certainly going to be a very, very busy day for you. Thank you very much for joining us this morning, Lahib.
1: Thank you very much for the opportunity, and we're always here to support the whole community uh, and you guys in spreading, uh, you know, the news. And uh, hopefully, this is uh, this is all going to be history soon. We
0: will all go back to normal life, inshallah. Inshallah. Well, lots of uh, optimism to take. But that was Lahib Al-Mutwali, the quality expert at Sharjah Private Education Authority. And uh, to catch this conversation, you can log on to our SoundCloud uh, Apple podcast as well to catch the audio conversation. And the video will also be up on YouTube. Stay with us. This is the Morning list. Up next, we have the news headlines lined up for you. And we'll be back again right after that.